You are now watching Raptor Nation Podcast, a fan-made pod that covers news on your Toronto Raptors and the community. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Raptor Nation Podcast. I'm your host, Marcus, and I'm joined with my host, Mel. How are you doing this week, Mel? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm good. You know, it's another rough week in Raptors land, but we're back with another video. So um, some news came out today, or not today, but earlier this week that Masai's contract negotiations are going to begin later this week. How you feel about that? Do you want to bring him back? And I, I, I hope think, you do, but yes, I really want Masai back. I think he's a crucial part in the success of this team. So fingers crossed, man. I'm, I'm praying. <laughs> I agree. You look back to what he's done. The Andrea Bargiani trade got Norman Powell, OG Gary, Gary Trent out of that. Um, it's just this guy has literally put Toronto on the map in a basketball sense. And I truly hope we can come to a deal. I think MLSC, give him a blank check, honestly. Just give him a blank check, write whatever he wants on it, and bring him back because we need, we need to win again. <laughs> but anyways, moving on to the games this week. Moving on to the games, we're going to run through these quick just because they were <clears throat> kind of tank games. But there are some good things to pull out of these. So... First game of the week was against the Clippers in Tampa this time where we fall 115 to 96. And it was an all-around effort from the Clippers. Kawhi had 20, Zubac with 18. Great game for Paul George. Yeah, Paul George with 16, but most notably Terrence Mann off the bench killed us. 20 points on get this Mel, 100% shooting. <laughs> Insane. 100% shooting. <laughs> what do you think about that game? I don't know, man. Yeah, um, <laughs> it was, that, that was one where you kind of zone out. You didn't really no, watch yeah. that one. These past few games have kind of been like that. It's just been like yeah, kind of it's just in it, here and there. it's kind of heartbreaking. You got to see what yeah. the young guys are up to. Uh, so, what do you think about this Clippers game, Mel? So um, after this, it was the night where our seven-year playoff run came to an end. So obviously, this was disappointing and but, tragic. Yeah, but considering what we had to endure this season. Um, expected and I feel like a lot of people are obviously glad just so we can get on with the season and move on to next season um, but I feel like a lot of fans like yourself and myself who've been watching from the time where we struggled to even make the playoffs that like we just look at it from the lens that we're proud of this team and how far we've come and developed in these past seven years that um, and that this is just temporary like we're not we're not rebuilding we have the right pieces We're just kind of taking a break and we're gonna be back. Sure. It's just like a little retool yeah. You know not not a full rebuild. Mm -hmm. We're just getting some more pieces to help us contend next year. Hopefully yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to the next game um, Raptors fall once again 102 114 this time to the Chicago Bulls But there's some positives in this game Stanley Johnson looking like an NBA legend out there mm -hmm. With a master class 15, 35, 35 points, not 15, whoa, 35 <laughs> points on an efficient 54% shooting. So, also 10 boards, that was five a dimes great. Solid. Yeah, double double. Shooting 35 points, three. solid 54%. I'm surprised he was hitting step back threes, fadeaways. Yeah. It was insane. It that wasn't enough, wasn't enough to beat the Bulls. Lori Markinen, 20, Levino, 24. Great start for the Raptors rookie backcourt last night. Malachi Flynn and Jalen Harris. Um, Harris hitting his career best 17 points, uh, their first time starting together. What do you think about the potential in this young duo? Oh, it's through the roof, especially after uh, Jalen Harris's last week. 
Um, he's shooting super efficiently. His three-point shot is automatic. This guy's a bucket. It's every shot he shoots, it looks like it's going in. Yeah. He's getting he's getting inside, mixing up guys. He's taking it to the rack, dunking. He's fantastic. I'm very, very happy with Jalen Harris. Malachi Flynn has also been stepping it up this past week. Um, his scoring has been a little inconsistent this year, but it's looked good this past week. His decision-making has looked good. His handles have been okay. They've been okay, but his decision-making is there. His passing vision is there, and I really like to see those improvements from him. Um, I'm really happy with Malachi's scoring improvements. His three-point shot, although inconsistent, I'm glad it's starting to fall because I know he was struggling earlier in the season. But, you know, yeah, he's looking good. These, these and he has a been... whole summer. Yeah, and they have a whole summer now to yeah. get work in. Yeah, these two have been playing great for us the past few games um, in this key developmental time for the Raptors where all our starters are out. Um, also, this game... Aaron Baines sighting. It's it's been a long time Ooh. since we saw Aaron Baines on the court. Yeah, he had a <laughs> shoulder bandage on, but it was another rough game for Baines against the Bulls. It was another rough game for Baines, but we support him. We want him to do well. He's on our team. We want him to do well. He's endured a lot. He's endured a lot of slender this year. It's just it's unfortunate because he had a really decent season last year in Phoenix, but. This year has not been it good for him, but uh, between us, but it's, it's yeah. been good to see him play. Just yeah, it's good buckets. to see him get some minutes and yeah. get some reps in there. But uh, hey, it's all right. Yeah. So moving on to the next game, Raptors lose once again to <laughs> secure the seventh seed or secure the seventh seed in uh or the seventh, seventh. best odds yeah. against the Bulls. But um. We are now playing the Mavericks, and we fall 114 to 110 in a crucial game for the Mavericks, actually. This was uh, making sure they didn't fall down to the play-ins, but we do fall 114-110, and wow, this was the Jalen Harris and Malachi show. What did you think about those two tonight? God, they just it just seems like they, they surprise me every game, man. Um, I love yeah. seeing them play together. Malachi Flynn contributing 26 points, 6 rebounds, 5 assists, and Jalen Harris, new career high, 31 points, 2 rebounds, 4 assists. Uh, after, after getting his career high against the Bulls, so yeah. that's back-to-back -back career <laughs> back highs. Back, that's insane. And to think he's the 59th pick in the draft, I love I just love him. <laughs> Absolutely. He gets better every game. Yeah. Every game. And that was an efficient 57% he shot that game mm -hmm. against the Mavericks. Solid game. So but, um, um, I just love how he bursts with energy to the rim. And he's it's like he's stepping into his threes with confidence. And I've, I've seen online a lot of people are comparing him kind of somewhat to Norman Powell. What do you think about this comparison? I don't see the comparison yeah. to Norm but um, I do like if you if you're talking about the scoring ability, maybe I feel like Norm's game was a little different. He's yeah, more. I feel like it's more. Of he's more. He has more driving kick and a spot up type of guy. He's he's start, he's starting to develop the playmaking abilities though, which I'm very happy to see. But um, I think the I don't see that are, are more of like confidence level maybe. Confidence wise, I see. Yeah. I see that confidence wise, but, not but um, necessarily their game. Yeah. Not their games, but I'm just, it was good to see Jalen Harris ball yeah. out in front of his family too. The hometown kid yes, comes sir. back to Dallas, 31, Love solid this. game. Still wasn't enough to beat Porzingis and Luka, but um, <laughs> that's just how this season's gone. 
yeah. that's just how the season's gone. It's good to see the young guys get minutes. That's what these last games are about. Mm-hmm. Seeing our guys develop, get better, improving. Because it's the NBA. In the NBA, no game is worthless. You're always having always areas to, to move. From every yeah. Game. yeah. Our next game is going to be um, tomorrow at 1 o'clock. We are recording this on Saturday. So, so Pacers yeah. game, we're expecting to lose. It's just one of those seasons, you know? But we <laughs> do mean, play tomorrow. We do play tomorrow against the Pacers. We will talk about that game in the next week. Um, but this end to the season brings one of the most crucial off seasons in recent Raptors history that I can think of. So yeah. <laughs> I think one of our big priorities this off season needs to be bringing in another big man. What do you th- What do you want to see us do this off season, Mel? Um, honestly, okay. So I'm speaking in terms of Lowry. I'm kind of torn. Um, I want him back, but also if he wants to go, I'm I'm open to it as long as it's... <laughs> I hope if he leaves that he does go home and not somewhere else. I don't know. I, I don't want to see him on the heat. I don't want to see him in L.A. I don't want to yeah, see him in L.A., that's no. for sure. <laughs> the only places hey. I want to see him go are either home or if somehow him and DeMar team up somewhere oh that would be fantastic would wouldn't be it yeah wow <laughs> my heart would be so happy <laughs> where would they go where could the two of them go though no no i don't see it happening though so oh no imagine they go to like minnesota team up with cat and win a ring <laughs> no way I don't, I, I don't see that no way but, but um I, yeah i think my in my opinion i feel like this off season we really need to focus on signing Masai. In the focus on Masai, that's yeah. priority number one. Because if we have Masai, we're, we're set. But, but um, as far as personnel wise, I feel like there's still a glaring hole in the middle. Mm-hmm. We don't know what, we don't know if we're bringing back Freddie G, which I think we will. Kem Birch will probably bring back, but um, I still think there's opportunity to upgrade in the middle. Yeah, we can get ourselves a big, a, a nice, good center. Hopefully one who can shoot. Maybe we can make a move, trade for him. Porzingis isn't happy in Dallas, so maybe we could trade for him. Just thoughts, just throwing things out there. But um, I do think a big man should be our priority. Um, We're going to have a good pick this year, hopefully. Hopefully we don't fall past. (laughs) Hopefully we move up and not back, but who knows? We're the Raptors. Anything can happen. (laughs) But um, (laughs) talking about next year, this offseason, developing. Pascal has been electric to end the season. Um, he hasn't got to play the past couple games, but his past games that he has played, he's been on fire, on fire. And something that has been a little concerning to Raptors fans this year is his consistency. What yeah. have you thought about Pascal this year, Mel? Um, so, like, to start it off the season, um, he wasn't playing his best, but I, I love how, like, around halfway through the season, it seems like his confidence has just skyrocketed, and it's... yeah. It's been an evident through his game, and I love seeing it. I love seeing him uh, prove the haters wrong. Um, yeah, I'm really excited. I hope, hopefully, he can stay consistent and start off next season strong. Absolutely, and I think he can do it. You just look at this year. I don't know if it's the Florida thing, but you go back to the I, bubble. I, I like to think it's and, that. <laughs> yeah, you go back to the bubble. Something happened. I don't know what it was. It was he wasn't able to get in a gym and practice but really threw him off but i think he's finally back on track mm-hmm. he needs to get one of those game winners to fall it will eventually <laughs> i know it's hard to watch but it will fall eventually i yeah. truly believe it but um <laughs> you know it's good to see pascal playing well and that consistency really needs to be there next year in my opinion mm-hmm. and i think it will be i really have faith in him 
but um all right so another key piece going into this offseason it's going to be og and his development you've seen this year he's bringing in the handles he's his shot is he's a great three-point shooter i can't even explain how good it is because every shot he shoots it looks like it goes in yeah. but um his defense is already a1 he should be all defense this year um doesn't look like it's gonna happen but he should be <laughs> but um what if you think of what have you thought about og and what do you think this offseason is gonna entail for him and how he's gonna improve his game this offseason so like you said i feel like og is a huge part of the future of this team um, mm -hmm. Since his rookie season, he's shown or he's demonstrated how well he plays defensively, and I agree he should be on all NBA defensive team this year. Not gonna happen Absolutely. though. And Absolutely, yeah. We've we've seen this season um, how his <laughs> offense has developed over the years because you, you could tell the first season it wasn't there is in his rookie year, but I've loved seeing him develop. Like you said, great three point shooter. Um, it's he can only get better and i'm excited to see what what that brings next season um yeah speaking of og Ananobi, today we are lucky to welcome one of his biggest fans as a guest on the pod queen of raptors twitter and friendship twitter none other than herself sierra also known as open gym Ananobi on twitter sierra how are you doing hey i'm good how are you we're doing good it's nice awesome to have you welcome on. welcome yeah I'm so excited. I've been waiting for this. <laughs> so yeah, we're, we're so happy to have you on as a guest. I know we've talked about this. So we know you've been supporting OG for quite a long time. Can you tell us um, the story of how you became a fan of him? And was there anything that like initially stood out to you when you first um, became a fan? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I'm not a huge like college basketball person. Like I'm definitely more into the NBA, but I do follow like Duke's basketball team. But I remember when I was looking into it for the year, I heard that there was like a six foot eight wing going to Indiana U and I was like, that's crazy. Like who the hell is this? So <laughs> I um, watched a couple of their games and like this man was just a monster. Like even as a freshman, sophomore, like he yeah. was insane, like tearing up the court and he wasn't like a well-known prospect at all. And I just really saw a lot of Kawhi in him. like. A lot of people made the Kawhi comparison and people either thought you were crazy or like they were like, yeah, I see it. Just, just like his length, the way he's able to like guard one to five. And like everyone saw a lot of like offensive capabilities. Um, and then he tore his ACL. So that year we had the 23rd pick, I believe. And I just remember hoping that like someone good would fall to us, but I was like, this would be a perfect opportunity mm -hmm. for OG to fall because a lot of teams were scared to take a chance on like someone that went through a major injury. Right. Um, and lo and behold, a lot of teams passed on him and he ended up falling to us and we drafted him. And a lot of people too thought like he would miss a big chunk of his rookie year, but our um, team is amazing. Like Alex McKegney. Alex, we have yes, him. we love him. Yeah. And so he was able to play like that year and he just had I, I don't think he missed a single game that year. No, I think his like debut was a little bit late, but like he pretty much played like throughout the whole year and like yeah. I just remember too everyone started getting on board with him when he had to play defense on LeBron, LeBron. for the Cavs oh series. God, he did so well. Yeah. Like that was literally like I know we got swept, but like that was but like our secret weapon because it showed the confidence. Yeah, good confidence. Yeah. The confidence to take that last shot in game three, I think it was. Yeah. And yeah. nail it. And nail it. And then, of course, and LeBron hits the game winner, but. 
and that's the thing too like when you're that big when you're six foot eight and you're a wing like shooting can be difficult like we see pascal kind of struggling but og's shooting like he's been shooting 40 percent from three so that's just what makes him special is like he's one of the best defenders in the nba he can shoot the three like he's getting his mid-range now he can get to the rim like i truly believe like he's gonna be a special player in this league Here i is. agree his yeah. potential is off the charts and i honestly i think he has all-star potential if he yeah. continues to improve his game his handle started to improve the past few years his three-point shots automatic i just i'm super excited to see where he goes and takes us hopefully <laughs> yeah so, yeah like he like if you watch the team when he's not playing the defense kind of falls apart yeah. he truly is like our anchor yeah yeah so yeah. speaking of og what do you want the, all these og haters and people who slander him relentlessly on twitter what do you want them to know <laughs> that's that's a really good question because <laughs> to be honest i feel like at, at the point we're at right now everyone kind of now sees like that OG has this crazy upside and like he's really coming into this role of like he can be our second option like he had a stretch of games where he was scoring tw 20 points a game like I, I feel like people are starting to see it so I think like what I would just ask of people is to kind of have that same patience with other players like you know everyone was kind of wanting to trade OG when he wasn't really when he was in a slump in his third year um they wanted to trade him for the second pick they wanted to trade or include him in trade packages and like now that he's becoming a special player he's a lot of people's untouchable like i hear people say mm -hmm. like he's the only person on the roster like i wouldn't trade so i want people to like apply that logic to like other players like gary trent jr malachi freddie Jalen, any of them and kind of just give them that time to develop like we know this team isn't like gonna win a championship next year so it, it's another good year to like be a playoff team and, and let these young players get the experience and development that they need because we saw how well OG did in the playoffs and we saw how important that experience was to him, especially when Kawhi left becoming a starter again and getting all these minutes. Um, so players will struggle, but at the end of the day, you have to give them that time to develop skills and, and come into their roles. Yeah, I completely Absolutely. And OG missed on, OG has missed on realistically he's missed on two whole playoff runs because even if you count the bubble there's no fans it's not like real playoff run you know yeah and yeah he still needs to get that confidence he wasn't there for the championship run the bubble is the bubble there's no fans there's not the playoff energy but once he comes and back it, and it'll just be good experience for him yeah and like arguably he like in the bubble playoffs like he was our most consistent player like i think people kind of overlook that because He's not someone that's going to go score like shot for shot 30 points, but mm -hmm. he was guarding the other team's best player. I know there's a clip, there's cl there's a thread of him on Twitter of like the way he switched on Tatum and Brown, like so consistently just locking them down. Like he truly locks in in the playoffs and any experience, any playoff experience he has has only made him a better player. So I, I think like he's going to truly like tear it up next year. And I think we're going to make yeah. the playoffs. So I think we're going to get. Oh, for sure. Again. <laughs> Top 10 pick added onto this team. This team is too talented to be where they're at, in my opinion. Yeah. Like I think Fred Van Vliet said we're the best, worst team yeah, in the league that, or something like that. And of so all true. time, which is true. Oh, yeah. Of all time. Yeah. 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 We're true. Like 
So I just I just think that like you know this longer off season is going to be really great for all the players to like refine their skills and and add to their game and and I think this team's going to look completely different um, coming back in October or whenever the season's supposed to start. I think October. Yep, and hopefully we'll be yes. back in Toronto. Yeah, I hope so. That's Good a big thing too. Tampa. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so leading into tomorrow's Pacers game, what are your thoughts and do you think um, Kyle will play and do you think this is his last game with us? I personally like really want them to play the starters even if it's for only like the first quarter and then, yeah. and then let the bench play and you know see who's going to be on the team next year, see who works well together but I would like them to allow us to see like this iteration of the team play together one more time. Mm -hmm. Um, even if they don't, at least we'll know that like worst case scenario, Kyle's last game as a Raptor was the LA game, which was amazing. Like, yeah. He put oh up yeah. Seven. But Great last game in terms of Kyle, like staying a Raptor, I don't like. I go back and forth every day. Like yep, I, I see, yeah. Like I see how it would be beneficial for him to stay with us because realistically, like we're the ones that can offer him the most money. Yeah. Um, I know. LA Clippers, Lakers, and Philly would have to clear a bunch of cap space, and Miami could sign him. But I, like Miami's the only real threat right now because they could they could sign him straight up, especially now that Victor Oladipo is might be out for next season. Um, but I I think for him, like he loves developing and coaching the young players, and like. He knows we value him, so I could see him staying for those reasons. Yeah, I feel like he, the thing if is, he was like, anywhere else, he wouldn't be getting that same respect. Definitely not. Yeah, and like he said that after the trade deadline too. He said like, you know, I know I'm valued here. And I think mm -hmm. he really saw that other teams, they weren't willing to give up players like uh, Tyrese Maxey or Taylor Horton Tucker. And, Mr. Tim Like Horton. that's kind of... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tim Horton Tucker. <laughs> Like, that's not really, like, valuing him. Definitely not. But I, I could also see if he wants to get another ring and, you know, solidify his legacy, help another team get there. And I, I totally respect that. Like, he's done for so sure. much for this organization. So if that's what he wants, I totally understand. Um, I just don't want it to be with the Clippers. <laughs> I feel you. I, I feel like, so. <laughs> if he left, I would like to see him either go home or possibly team up with Damar, which I don't think is going to happen, but yeah, it would definitely hurt to see him leave. <laughs> he needs to go yeah. to the Suns. Go to the Suns, play the D-Book, <laughs> CP3. It's and... like 60-40 for me right now. Like, I think 60% yeah. he's staying, 40% he's leaving. Uh, I don't know. Like, it really is, it's, it's close, but that would be cool if him and Demar teamed up and went that would somewhere. Be, I, I would, yeah, I would love that. <laughs> but I do, do you, think that's Do you know unlikely. where Demar's going? I don't know. I just know he wants Ooh. out. That would, yeah, yeah. I really don't know where. But. I remember a few years ago there was rumors linking Demar to Orlando, but that's probably out the window now. Yeah. <laughs> but, um,. <laughs> I'm just, I, I don't know where he'd go either. I just, I, I, there's rumors of like LA, but I don't, like while I'd like him to be home, I don't want him to go to LA. Like, I don't want him to go to the Lakers or anything like that. No, either I, LA a team. A lot of people are saying like the Knicks too, because like they have the yeah, cap Yeah, that'd space. be interesting. Yeah, like I, like I think like I, I'm one of the people that thinks the Knicks are like actually good now. So yeah. I feel like 
if it were any other year, I'd be like, no, like, you know, they're going to waste his talent. But like, I, I think like they're actually a good team. So yeah. I, I would, I would like to see it, but. I just want him to win a ring. That's. <laughs> I just want to see him go somewhere where like he's valued. Yeah, DeMar yeah, needs a ring. Too, and where like there's actually enough media coverage on him. So people can actually see yeah. what he's doing. Yeah. It's crazy how people forget like how good he actually is. Like. He was ranked what, like the 82nd best player in the league. That's yeah, unbelievably that's so disrespectful. It's it's almost like it's just every year everyone expects it because like he just has so much disrespect on his name and it's I, so unfortunate. People people literally forget this guy in 2016, not that long ago, literally took LeBron to six games with Louis Scola, Damari Carroll <laughs> in the yeah, starting lineup. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and Bismarck Biombo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> literally yeah big like, business you gotta you gotta love the, the legend <laughs> it's it's sad because like i feel like people have this like playoff choker narrative about him and like and he hasn't stupid. been like that in so long <laughs> yeah like he like i don't know like i don't know much about the spurs team but i know he is literally like the one that He's... is putting the team on his back most yeah he is he's he's improved so much like his game as a whole he uh way better defensively and he's just improved so much under pop and i feel like nobody has really watched spurs games and there is like zero media coverage for them so people don't see that and they just hang on to that narrative from when he was on the raptors and i didn't think that there could any be any more disrespect from when he was with us but honestly i feel like people hate him more now than when he was on the raptors yeah, like I, I've seen a couple of games this year and like his passing has come a long way. Like his playmaking is really good now. And it's just like if he was on a respected team, I feel like he'd be getting a lot more hype. But yeah. it's just, yeah, I, I feel for him. I want him to get the respect he deserves. I really do. Yeah. All right. So moving on next, next uh, order of business, <laughs> Sierra, a little bit more about you. You want to become a lawyer. You're finished law school. You got the bar coming up. So what made you want to become a lawyer? And tell us a little bit how it's been and how the studying for the bar is going, you know? That's a great question, too. Um, yeah, so I didn't know really that I wanted to go into law until my undergrad when I took a couple of law courses and I really enjoyed it. And I thought initially I wanted to do family law, which is like way different from what I'm doing now mm -hmm. um and so when I went to law school I took different courses and I participated in different competitions um that relate to sports law and I really fell in love with sports law in general so I'm hoping that one day I can be a sports agent that's the goal um but for now I'll be working in like insurance and sports law with like um different sports teams and corporations and, and things like that so Hopefully one day um, I can convince an agency to hire me and <laughs> represent players and, and get all the best players to Toronto. That's going to oh, be the goal. That's awesome. So lucky to have <laughs> Yes, you. please. I would love that. You'd be, <laughs> our, you'd be a, getting all the free agents. Yeah, that that would be great. But yeah, for now I'm, I'm studying for the bar and I'm, I'm taking that on June 10th. So if I pass, um, that would be really great. That just means I'm closer to being a lawyer. So yeah, that's what I'll be doing for the next couple months. Uh, watching playoff basketball with my team not in it. So yeah, that's the plan. Wait, so so you take the bar and then what else do you have to do until you're like officially, officially a lawyer? Is there any like other so, certifications? 
Yeah, I have to do a uh, 10-month articling period, which is basically you're working as a lawyer, but you're not a lawyer yet. Like a lawyer has to supervise you on everything okay. that you're doing. It's kind of like an internship. Yeah. So um, I'll be doing that. I start in October because of COVID. I was supposed to start in August, but yeah, because of COVID, I'll, I'll be starting in October. And then once I finish that, um, you get called to the bar, which is like you officially become a lawyer and, and you practice. So. Yeah, I still That's got exciting. a year, but I mean, I'm, I'm getting closer, so. It's closer, yeah, it'll be closer every day. That's exciting. That's exciting. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You're going to be so. able to put together a lawsuit for us for uh, <laughs> if, if we get screwed in the draft lottery or yes. something. That's my first order of business. And honestly, there's so many lawyers and law students on Raptors Twitter, so we're all gonna collaborate there's so many honestly there are there's a ton we have to get like a group suit together yeah literally like a group suit like yeah we're gonna sue first of all i want to sue adam silver for (laughs) putting us through the season and all these injuries and then second of all when we don't get the first pick i will be filing a statement of claim for that too yes (laughs) i like to hear we got those in order (laughs) yeah exactly All right, so most people in Raptors Twitter are aware of the incident with the catfish that you and I sussed out. (laughs) (laughs) So have you had like any other suspicions of a catfish or any sketchy people on Raptors Twitter? Oh, it's exposing time. I'm kidding. Um, Okay, so I think most people like know the story because you made a really good thread of like basically Mm -hmm. what happened. (laughs) But this this guy has done that a couple times, and now my this is issue what, his is whenever. Third time? <laughs> yeah, this is like his third yeah. time. Like I'm certain it's the same guy because he uses like similar the same pictures name and like and everything. the same name. Like make it any more obvious. Yeah. <laughs> but like now, whenever someone like messages me or like you know responds to my tweets, I'm always like, is this the guy? Yes, like is I know. this the catfish? <laughs> like <really> I'm, <laughs> I'm like suspicious of everyone now. <laughs> I can't, I can't like pinpoint like one specific person, but I swear to God, like I'll get a DM and I'll look at the account and I'll have like either like a low following or it'll be like, oh, like created in May, 2021 and like catfish. Yeah, and you'll <laughs> be like, so you send them to me all the time. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wait, this, I think this, oh wait, guys, the injury report just came out. Whoa, oh, live, live breaking news, live breaking news. Let's, <laughs> Let's see. Check it out. They're sitting everyone again. Oh my god, no. are you kidding me? Yeah. No way. Oh my Kyle's god. Kyle's out, yeah, I see it. That's no That's so stupid. So we possibly oh. just saw his last Okay, let's director. not speak it into existence. Let's let's imagine he's back. Yeah. Oh god. That's so sad. I thought they would bring that's... everyone back for like me the too. one. Me too. Like season. at least like let them play for a bit. Like Really yeah, that's anyone. so sad. They're oh, listed as oh. out though. It's not even like doubtful or anything. They're dang. Yeah. They pack yeah. them up. Oh, wow, Nick Nurse is such a liar. Yeah. <laughs> he always lies to the media because he literally said the other day, like, oh, like I expect them to like come back. Or yeah, whatever. that's what he said. And then oh, he God. said yesterday too, like, oh yeah, Gary and Boucher are gonna play, and then they didn't play. So. Yeah. Thanks, Man. Nick Nurse. 
Yeah, wow. sorry. I derailed the catfish. No, um, it's it's okay. <laughs> no, that was no, like, Sierra's breaking fine. news on that, her that first good. time on the show. Breaking news live. <laughs> Love it. I we literally haven't even have done like that. the alerts on because yeah, that was a Sierra bomb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Sierra bomb. <laughs> Whoa, that that's Karina saying you yeah. keep stealing that. Oh yeah, sorry Karina. <laughs> That's your, my bad. <laughs> she's like the OG. Like she's like Woj, and I'm like Shams. Like, no, a, no, a, you're not a Raptors hater. <laughs> no, you don't exactly. hate us. Did you guys hear what he did today? He broke no. the news for uh, a prospect of where they're gonna sign. Like, and what? the prospect wanted to break his own news. Like it was no. so sad. Yeah. Oh. yeah so sad. Look at Shams ruining it. everything, I, I man. Hate him. I hate him. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, Jaden Hardy um, is planning to sign with the G League Ignite, and this man put out a statement last night being like, oh, I'm going to release my news at like 8.30 tomorrow. That's so sad. Feed him to it. So, speaking of champs in the NBA, what are your thoughts on the upcoming draft? Who do you want us to pick? Where do you think we're going to fall? Great question. So, as most people know, I have been anti-tank, and... <laughs> I lost, um, we did tank, so I have now educated myself about the draft because what choice do I have? <laughs> this is my playoffs this year. So uh, I think like the top five is pretty set, although you could switch three and four. So for me personally, I would obviously love us to have the top pick, which is Cade Cunningham. and. I just feel like Toronto really hasn't had like that generational talent superstar yeah. since like Vince Carter. Like you we could argue had, like, like definitely like Demar and like I we had Kawhi for a year, but like I've heard I've just heard that Cade Cunningham's supposed to be like you know like a Zion Luca type franchise type like player. So I would oh, love. I, to I see hear that, that but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you we'll were saying yeah, yeah. I don't. My thing. My thing is like. I know he's he's pretty tall. He's like six eight, right? He's like yeah. a six eight guard, but I don't know. We see six eight guards in the league all the time. Ben Simmons, and y'all know how he panned out. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. He just he, I just don't see the excitement with him. And plus, I feel like we really need. I know he's tall, but I feel like we really need a center. I guess he could help us on the glass, but I don't know. I just. I get I get nervous about him. That's my thing. <laughs> that, that, I'm not I'm not fair, totally yeah. sold. I'm not totally sold. Like for me personally, like I would pick him at number one, and then like my number two would be Mobley for sure. Like I feel like yeah. Mobley is almost like you <laughs> if you were to like create like a player that's perfect for the Raptors, everything yeah. <laughs> the Raptors need, it would be Mobley. So I exactly, like, I feel like he's perfect and i hope like we get one or two and then from there personally i'm a big fan of jalen Suggs. like i have been watching a lot of him and like i know people were really high on him before like march madness and then he had like a off game for like their final game because they were in the championship <laughs> and or is that what it's called i don't even know yeah, what, yeah they were in the finals yeah and he had like an off game so people are now putting green over him jalen green um, which is fair because Jalen Green played for like the G League Ignite, so he's played like against professionals. But I just feel like Suggs is the type of player that like you add him to the team, he makes an immediate impact. Which like I think that's what we need because we have players yeah. like 27, 28. Like if we keep Kyle 35, like we need those mm -hmm. impact players. 
Whereas green like has a higher upside for sure, but you might not get that for a couple years. Like he'll make an impact of course, but he won't reach his potential for a couple years. So I think for what we need, like I would go Suggs, Green, and Kuminga. Um, but I'm just hoping for the number one pick. That's Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Adam Silver, please answer please. our prayers, man. We've been too, we've been through too much this year. Like he said, well, I don't even know if this is true because I tried searching for it and I couldn't find anything. But a lot of people on Raptors Twitter have said that, like he said, he's going to reward Toronto for like being in Tampa. Have I highly doubt that? that. No, I, I haven't heard it. But don't I believe that, that for a second. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like he, yeah, like, I, I don't know. I feel like, like, I know Toronto brings a lot of revenue to the NBA because it's a, like, Yeah, we're like the fourth the biggest market. Yeah. Yeah, like, I totally get that. So you'd think, like, he'd want to put a top player there. But then, you know how he spoke about, like, the Maasai incident and then we all called him out for basically blaming Maasai, like, yeah. with, the, with the cop. Um, I feel like maybe like he has a grudge against us. I don't know. Like, yeah, I'm just very, I, I like think suspect so. of Adam Silver. I'm just terrified until the lottery happens. Like yeah. that day, would be interesting. Feel like a playoff game. Like, it's going to be so stressful. Have that atmosphere. Like if we don't. Okay, I understand. Like picking the top ten is great, no matter what. But like if we don't get within the top five, yeah, I'm gonna be so sick. Yeah, Especially like remember that. Remember that, that feeling. Yeah, remember that feeling when we're against the Celtics, about to go down 0-3, and then OG hits the shot. Like, yep. I'm gonna be feeling like that <laughs> all day. Yeah, <laughs> like honestly, the worst feeling I've ever felt was the day of Game Seven of Philly. Like, I could not even function. Like, my yeah. stomach was like turning, and yeah, it's gonna be like that. So I'm gonna feel like that again. <laughs> the things we have to go through. This team puts us through too much. Like. Yeah. <laughs> We're losing gears off our life, guaranteed. Yeah, I just, I need a winning season next year because I feel like all the other franchises and like all my friends that aren't Raptors fans, they think it's so funny that we are in the playoffs and they're getting all their jokes off. So I'm like, wow. Yeah, okay, make them now. Find new friends. What? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like in Orlando, Magic fan was like founding us. I was like, are you kidding me? Whoa. A Magic Here fan has are. the audacity. Yeah, like, oh god. That's heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna need us to be back next year, which like I personally think we'll be back in the playoffs. Like I think so. Regardless. Because we have Kyle, or not Kyle, we have Pascal, OG, and Fred on the books. And, yeah, I think we'll be fine. I can't believe it. Just hopefully we bring back Messiah. That's my thing. That's the big thing for us. Yeah. 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 Did you guys see that tweet that um, it said that Messiah's negotiations are supposed to begin like next week? Yeah. Yep. This week we talked about that a little yeah, earlier. It's... Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. 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 It's Just before we nerve-wracking. Yeah. Nerve-wracking. I, I said I just, we just need to give him a blank check. Take whatever you yeah. want. I just don't see... I don't think he would leave to go to, like, another team. I think he would leave for, like, a bigger opportunity. Um, like, whether that's, like, ownership or something. Yeah. But I just hope, like, MLSC, like, takes care of him because, like, he's done so much for this franchise. Like, we were in the gutter before he got here. So. Oh, yeah. He literally like, were down and people bad. don't realize like the impact he's had and like the players he's gotten for us the hard decisions he's had to make yeah, trading yeah. Demar, it's crazy when it happened so many people were mad but looking back that was we needed that so much mm -hmm. yeah like 
our first championship was because of him. Our first playoff appearance in years was because of him. Like the the players that we have right now are because of him. Like I don't think like well I I've been a fan for like a while, but I don't remember us ever having a good scouting department like we do now. Like where we're able to find all these gems that are like undrafted yeah. and you know yeah. late picks. So everything is like because of Messiah. And I feel like MLSC like in the past has always valued like the Leafs and the TFC and whatever and I just feel like they need to value the Raptors just as much because yeah look so at look at the championship night how many people came out the parade he had two million people almost that was insane. it was like this team yeah. is Toronto now like it's crazy and this is the argument like I know Marcus you're a Leafs fan so I won't I won't go too <laughs> yeah. hard on my Leafs hate but this is the argument I have with a lot of people is that they're like, oh, you know, the Leafs have a way bigger fan base. And I'm like, yeah, that's older people. People under 35 are Raptors fans. Yeah. Like, Raptors are what's relatable. Like, it's not just a hockey town anymore. And if you say that, like, you're kind of ignorant to- yeah. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. And just, just for the record, that. for the record, for the record, Raptors will always be priority. That is just, yeah. just, yeah. just saying. <laughs> yeah, like, it's just, yeah, I, I feel like, if Masai didn't come here and basically transform the Raptors, yeah, maybe it would be a hockey city because the Raptors would be a lottery team forever. But I feel like this is now one of the most high-class organizations in the whole league. And, you know, we need Masai to keep that going. I, I understand Bobby is like his protege and Bobby is like making all these deals too. But like, I just Masai. hope that they show Masai that he's valued and like that they want him and, they give him whatever he wants like mm -hmm. give him ownership i don't literally like, yeah so that's like gonna be my biggest stress besides the lottery because yeah. i just so many people leave and i'm like i can't take it anymore like <laughs> just just i want a messiah and lowry preferably both but like i need i need them we just to need stay. them to stay <laughs> yeah all right, so just to wrap things up, um, Sierra, we just wanted to say thank you for joining us today. Yes, and it was a pleasure. Thank you so much. It was so fun. We loved having you on. Definitely we'll have you on again if you would like. Um, it was so yeah, fun. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Talking about OG and how he became a fan and everything. Um, is there anything else you want to say before we go? Oh, I just wanted to say thanks so much for having me. And um, like I'm obviously good friends with you both, and I'm mm -hmm. so excited that you guys decided to create the podcast and i think like it's really gonna take off and, and i'm excited to have been a small part of it so thank Aww, you thank you so thank you <laughs> we appreciate that a lot <laughs> all right so that's it for this episode everyone um see you next week on ep for episode five of the raptor nation podcast don't forget to follow us on all social media at raptor nation pod we'll see you next week Thank you for listening to Raptor Nation Podcast. Don't forget to follow on all social media at Raptor Nation Pod.